2: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo. And we are down to one.
1: One game <laughs> left. In was, this miserable season.
0: The march but, to one sixty two is almost What was complete. your favorite
1: part of the first one hundred and sixty one games?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: when I sang Creed last night? Creed, maybe Creed <laughs> last yeah. night that's possible. That was a good one. All the times I said that Yachty is the most overrated baseball player of my life. Oh that's so that's like, you know, <laughs> <too> <laughs> <often>. <laughs> at least way too like at least twenty different times. I'm, me wearing a Hawaiian, that Ooh, was also a, a good first Hawaiian one. shirt. Yeah. Oh, first yes. Hawaiian shirt in spring oh, yeah. training, but yeah. just every time it always I'm just looked here. clean. When we had all the vibes, which is every show, so.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, every, every show's got the vibes. Yeah. Anyway, hello, Rhonda. Always appreciate Rhonda. you here. Also, yeah, Rhonda's nice. the best because she comes in and says, hello. She always gives the She always says on. hello oh, gee, and, so, and hello. then says our names, and then, like, I just feel like. Very polite. Oh, yeah, very Rhonda's polite. very, very polite. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. We got Lucas I don't know if chat. she's a mom, but it's like big mom vibes, I feel. so like Luke, Joel, we're going to talk about, ahead, about it. Joel, we're Sean, talk Lucas. About
2: it. Don't jump ahead, Joel. we got to <laughs> talk about game 161 first real quick. <laughs> <laughs> game 161, the biggest Three, game two. of the
1: year, baby. Ugh.
2: The night right. Thompson and Hughes gave up the lead and the Cubs lost. Yeah, maybe uh,
0: not the scenario you were expecting. No, Ryan. that was not yeah. the scenario we were thinking
2: of. Um. First, Wilson, will that be his final home run in a Cubs uniform?
0: Many people are starting to think it, it's man. 22 on the season. Starting to think it? I think that's got to been thought for a while. Mm. Well, I mean, anyone a with a brain
1: has been it. thinking it. I don't choose
0: not to have a brain when it comes to that. Sean the can't offense. handle
2: this Wilson BS.
0: <laughs> it's – I mean, we, we kind of went in depth on it yesterday. I mean, it's just that's the direction. That's, you know, where the arrow's pointing. That's just the writing's kind of on the wall. It's just everything you – the f- all all through all the cliches out there. Like it's it feels like it's about to come to an end. I mean it, I guess you can never say never. No one ever says never, but well, it's you know just the Cubs like,
1: will definitely give give out the qualifying offer and yeah. then we'll see. I expect it to and, and They you know, should every, because if they yeah. don't they ain't getting no draft pick at well, least. And there's every chance
0: <laughs> he accepts it too. And right. comes and is you know, goes back to the Cubs. I think I'd be more angry
1: season. about that if they didn't extend the qualifying offer and didn't even get the draft pick. <laughs> Oh man, I will come on this podcast and yell some more.
0: It's, Shit! Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's just kind of the the position that the Cubs are in right now, that Wilson's in right now, and uh, I and guess we just kind of probably wait to be see. on the
2: Cardinals next year, <laughs> Mr. Gordon, stirring the pot again, stirring it up. He's really good at stirring that butter. <laughs> he likes to stir it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson allegedly reached out to a friend on the Cardinals, got good. Good reports back.
1: Jose Quintana is a nice
2: guy. Yeah, yeah. How boring is St. Louis? It's boring, but you still get paid. Okay, <laughs> but we still get paid. We still make money. It's boring. Uh, Your money goes a lot further there, and yeah. it does here. Uh, listen, I don't. I don't care where he goes. St. Louis would be a little bit of St. Louis or Milwaukee would be a little tough to swallow, but it's just like you know.
0: Okay it's just it's just that I think in the end it's just like Wilson go get paid what you want to be paid and if like, yeah. I mean I guess if this is the Cardinals that are gonna give it to you what you feel you're worth like then you know props to I- you getting you know hats off you've earned it <laughs> like this that's, is that's kind of what it is
1: this is how I feel Uh-oh. it's big dexter Fowler vibes okay. like well yeah because and this is not nothing against Wilson it's just like Why, and this is why I don't even think the Cardinals are even interested, because why would you go from defensive mind catcher that you've had for 20 years, and perhaps is a little overrated, why would you go from that to bring in an offensive catcher when you already have a team full of offense? They do. They have two six-war players in their lineup this year, on top of a bunch of other young position players coming up. So why, why why would you add more offense to the offense you already have when clearly the they've shown to win with a defensive minded catcher over the last two decades
0: well i mean it's that's I, the way that's that, good, that's that's good the way that i look I at it i think i i mean if i'm the cardinals i'm they looking have at six it as top 100 prospects by if, the way if if i'm if i'm the cardinals i'm looking at it as like you see what the cubs did all year he dh probably at least 50% of his games if not more like he could be your dh and and Cody we talked about it beforehand like if he can play first base take some you know let paul goldschmidt get you know a few days off get off his legs a couple of times like that's another way i mean it's like he's not going to be there ev- like every single day 162 or even close to that catcher just like he wasn't at all this year i think i think that's if you're if you're the cardinals that's you how you look wilson at it wilson
1: has that kind of pride where he's not going to be automatically be uh you know your starting catcher catching every day well, i think wilson has that kind of pride He did it this year <sighs> this was this well, this is what, his chance. First, to change the in the story. first half. I, go back in the first half. I'd love to know how many games he caught in the first half before the
0: deadline. And
1: I'll, then, of course, the I'll second some half some is counting. hard to tell. He's he he got hurt, so he didn't play. And then, off going into the deadline, they DH him because we all thought they're going to trade him.
0: I have to do
2: some counting. Guy Finley says, "Tell your story walking in St. Louis." Is he? Ref- are Guy? Are you talking to me like about?
0: Do you have a story of you walking? I Saint mean, kind of
2: I, I walk, when the Blues hosted the Blackhawks on Easter Sunday, it was a playoff game, and I had a blue suit on, I was sideline reporting for a, a playoff game for, the, for NBC, and some old lady was walking by, and she's like, "Nice blue suit." No way what she said, "Nice blue suit, Go blues." And I said, actually, it's cubby blue." <laughs> and she just turned around and just like viciously yelled, "Rotten hell."
0: <laughs> she's, she's, I, I don't know
2: if that's what he's referring to but i have told that story before i believe that's what she said was rotten hell oh, she told gosh. me i just simply said it wasn't blues blue it was cubby blue
0: well i have my story of my the the guy checking me into my hotel just yes completely just falling asleep in front of me <laughs> that's right as i'm waiting to get checked into my room and then giving me the key to someone else's room as i walk in and the door latch is on and i'm like well Right. <laughs> this isn't. This that isn't is good. I, mean, I, I run away. I run away from the door. Back down to the elevator. Yeah. Well, it was funny because that dude was sitting down, and like. Did you see somebody in the room? No, no, oh. no, no, no. The dude that was at the front desk was sitting oh, yeah, down. You didn't, like
2: when you went to open the door, no, 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 the, the, and it was latched.
0: You didn't see anybody, like. Well, the, in I mean, there. I don't. I don't think the lights were on. No, I didn't. I didn't look. I just like I, oh. I opened it, and then the latch is out. I'm like, this isn't supposed to happen, so. Yeah, it was – no, it, but then the guy was, like, sitting down when he fell asleep, and then he stood up, and, and then when I went back down, he was still standing up, so I'm like, that's how he's trying to keep himself awake just in case it happens again. I don't want to make him feel bad, but – St. Was, Louis
2: is not a nice city.
0: No. I don't know. But Boring, yeah.
2: yes. Anyways, I, I don't really want to see him go there, and I don't want to see him go to Milwaukee, but if that's who pays him the most, so be it. You won't really care if the Cubs improve their team, and that's where he goes.
1: Yeah, and I mean, again, I, I, to me, it feels like when Dexter Fowler went to Cardinals after they won the World Series, like the Cubs didn't want to pay him what, what his market was, and he went to the Cardinals, and you started to see his career start to dip. It, not all, all the reasons I already said. It just isn't a very Cardinals move to me that they would go and sign Contreras. I'll agree with that one. It does, it does not make any sense to me. Of all the years, I have to sit and watch this godforsaken franchise ruin my freaking summers. The Cardinals, even remotely being interested in Wilson Contreras, isn't a typical Cardinals thing. And again, six top 100 prospects, and I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure one of them is a catcher. So, maybe they want a proven guy to go in there to help groom this next guy, but with all the reports saying he doesn't know how to call games, he doesn't take criticism well, apparently kind of a bad teammate. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it's doesn't make sense to me. So I'll believe it when I see it. Will I be happy if it happens? I mean, I'm not going to like it, and I'm sure Wilson will have some sort of grudge no matter how much he says he loves the Cubs fans. He will have some grudge with the Cubs front office for not wanting to have a serious conversation about keeping him long-term, but from just a player
0: standpoint i don't blame him well i agree in the sense that like the cardinals like even nolan arenado paul goldschmidt were right. trades and then yeah. arenado got the extension i don't know if paul goldschmidt also signed he might have signed well i don't i don't remember but those are trades like they aren't like huge players in free agency and i guess it depends what the market is for wilson and because if it's like lower than maybe even wilson expects the the cardinals may try to swoop in right there but um, as far as going out and getting a big free agent signing, it doesn't often happen in St. Louis.
1: Yeah. I just think that that team needs more pitching than they need offense. Like, like going into the postseason, yeah, they, they've been the hottest team in the second half. They also played the easiest schedule, schedule in the second half. Like Jordan Montgomery has been a huge addition for them. He's like turned into another person. He was, he's been even like 10 times better than he ever was with the Yankees. And Jose Quintana has just continued to have the biggest bounce-back season I've ever seen. Like, they hit, they hit gold with both of those, <laughs> all right? Don't get me started about the Quintana thing. They I, hit gold it,
2: with Ryan Terrio, too, the riot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, and Jack Flattery's back. Like, But, like, can, can they rely on him to be healthy next year? Like, he hasn't been healthy the last couple years. Wainwright is literally almost older than Luke. I mean, what, like, yeah, it what is an uncalled for <laughs> shot? Just an uncalled for shot. Like, I'm just, I'm I'm just saying that team needs pitching. One why game would they left have, in the season. Why would they invest more money into offense when they need pitching going forward? If they want, they want to keep this thing moving like they have been this year. To me, like, or if they want to take the next, next step, because going into this postseason, like. I think they could perhaps maybe, maybe if one of the – you know how that Cardinal Devil magic works. Like, maybe they can get into that NLCS and challenge the Dodgers or the Braves. Well, I guess they would have to play the Braves. But you know what I mean. Maybe the Dodgers. Like, they they need more pitching to really be a World Series contender, in my opinion. So, to to me, going in the off the offseason, they, if they do that, then, yeah, I'm going to be afraid of them next year. I'm already going to be afraid of them anyway, but, like – they add more pitching, then they can really be a World Series contender. This year, they, you know, they got six more seasons out of their two studs mm-hmm. in the lineup, and then they've had some young guys come up and impressed. Uh, and Wainwright is still somehow giving you quality innings, and yep. Miles Michaelis came back from an injury and has played well for them. But they're just like there isn't a lot to like with the pitching. And
0: Steven, did we get this that, that super chat? Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that. 499. Hector. Cha-ching. We did actually know that morell has a 20-year-old brother on the ACL Cubs who apparently morell says is better than him. Ooh. Well, so what? Apparently morell said that in the past that really? his brother might be better than him or maybe I'm maybe I'm misspeaking. Maybe someone else had said that like a scout or something, but I know I've seen somewhere that someone has said Christopher Morrell's brother is is better Was than him. Was it Mm-hmm. It could have been Crawley.
2: Could have been Crawley. <laughs> Crawley's on the I like Jill's kind of a lot.
0: Jill's comment also. He says it would be
1: very Cardinals to swoop Rodon right from under us. Yes. Now that makes more sense to me. That, <laughs> if Rodon goes to the Cardinals, yeah, that does that, sound like that Cardinals move. That honestly would hurt me more than Contreras going to the Cardinals. Yep. So
0: Rafael is is Christopher Morales' brother's name, by the way. Rafael. Rafael, Rafael. Rafael Morales. That's that's a cool name. I like that name.
1: Rafael Morel.
2: Uh, so Wilson hits number 22. He hit 24 in 2019. Meanwhile, the biggest home run of the night in all of Major League Baseball, clearly Nico Horner hitting number 10 on the season for the Cubs. Because the biggest home run we're of hoping the to see Nico and Madrigal combined for 11 home runs this yeah, season. Yeah, because Joey set it at we 10 and still a half have a shot. In the preseason. We still have a shot. Need yeah. one
0: tomorrow, baby. The I mean,
1: clutchest home run of the year. It's
2: the only thing that matters tomorrow.
0: I mean, yeah. Nico, Nico turned on that one today, I think. Like, that was a 95-mile-per-hour fastball in on the hands. Well, I mean, not in on the hands, but it was, you know, inside on the plate, turned on it, took it out. You know, it was a home run off the bat. I think he could do it again tomorrow. I, I mm-hmm. think, speaking of which, like, Nico, I guess we'll get to who you got, right? But.
2: Oh, we can do who you got now.
0: Want to do it right yeah, now? Yeah, we can do who you got now. Um, I mean,
2: Cody uh, disrespected the game, yep, who you got. Yep. And because he's <laughs> wrapped up who you got by a small margin, small and um, debatable margin, uh, he decided not to make a pick. He was too good for the
0: game. Well, today. here's the thing. Here's my thing. It's is like is the that
2: Yankees <laughs> not playing the last two Here's games my thing. Season.
0: And when you, when you put – It's a Cardinal-like move. Oh, buck, my God. That's
2: kind of like where now. we draw hold the on. line. It's, so, it's something that Yachty would do. Oh, my God. Here's my that thing. That is not true. So
0: I bet – I I picked Nico, and then I wagered 20 points. All the 20 <laughs> points that I had. Luke <laughs> yeah. Luke wagered $100 and a pint of you blood. You didn't wager. Points. I just said I
2: would get 100 points if I won. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, did I do 20? You said anyway, five. Okay, five. Yeah. I was going to do 20 tomorrow. You're right. Yeah. Five today on this one. anyway. But I said
2: if Kuros hit, you guys each would owe me a pint of blood. <laughs> in case I ever needed it, we were just going to store it in the fridge also, here.
0: But you also wagered 100 points. No, I
2: just said you guys should have to give what? me 100 points. Anyway, you I, I lost. I was
0: Cody didn't pick, but when he picked Kuros like two weeks ago that and wagered gold. three points, you was, gave him three points. I gave I deserve, him two. You ended up giving him all three. No, I gave no, him two. No, gave him two. Okay, he so I should get
2: After he wouldn't was, stop arguing about and it. And it was a on Kiros. It was... <sighs> Easily the
0: pick of the season. I disagree.
2: <laughs> Come on.
0: Joey picked Jan Gomes on the home run that somehow Jan beat Gomes me. Jan Gomes,
2: a veteran. on Kiros is going to have like
0: 30 games of big league play. But he picked the only guy that could have beat Nico that game. Like right, Kiros had Jared, only good goal. point.
2: How many points does Maverick
0: get, however?
1: Maverick hasn't made a point since Top Gun. Top Gun
0: yeah. day at we can't Field. play
2: the Maverick music. Steven so told I, us, he won't, and not on his watch.
0: I won yeah. clearly, and I think I deserve at least four points. Um, you you wager five. Yeah, so I said I, I deserve at least four. If you're not going to give me all five,
1: no, I'll give you all five. Oh, okay, there we go. I play fair, believe it or not. Wait okay,
0: again. so I, you- I,
2: I I start the trend by saying I deserve three points. No,
0: but you didn't you didn't wager them. I said Evan Kiros and I got two. But you didn't wager them. Well,
1: that was also you the didn't. first time this whole oh. thing happened. We talked about going into these last few games mm-hmm. that you could wager points. and like. Oh, yeah. I blame? didn't know we
2: would actually officially were going to do it, though, because oh, I, I thought the,
1: we
0: decided the game was over. No. He did. He decided the game was uh, over.
1: I didn't decide
0: shit. Well, but that's why you didn't make a pick today. No, exactly. it was over. Because I thought it was over. We declared nope. Cody the champ. I didn't do that. Well,
1: Luke would rather me be the champ than let Ryan get points. it's no, kind of wild
2: here. Yeah,
0: apparently <laughs> the <laughs> points are all the points are
2: pointless
1: because Cody no. won.
0: Not if we win. That's why I picked
1: Kuros just for fun. Oh, is that what it was? Because if yeah. Kira,
0: what if Kuros would have had a? Well, a, then we would have celebrated yeah. it duly. Oh, we would have. Would we have stuck? Yeah, that's, he picked Kieros just for fun, but he also tried to switch to Contreras after Kieros <laughs> struck out. Struck out one. in his
2: first at bat. He <laughs> yeah. didn't look good. Anyway, he didn't look good.
1: Anyway, uh, I'll make a pick tomorrow. Y'all are both tied at twenty six. If I wanted Ooh. to win today, I would have taken the ass
2: man because I knew he was going to give you a five and a third shutout again.
1: <laughs> you knew it. You absolutely knew. it was gonna He didn't happen. give you five
0: and a third shutout though. Didn't he? <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, so. yeah, okay, he Yeah. Definitely, definitely right, went right into the. Those right, runs right. were to Keegan. They and were. They two, were in the the inning after Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely went into the
1: sixth inning today.
0: Despite it. the right. fact that Keegan gave up, I mean, walk?
2: first of all, quickly Assad. Again, he's in the Sampson boat where
0: he's
2: he's done enough to be, you know, someone that you at least have around next year, yeah. and you know you're gonna you're gonna keep him around and see what you have, and then play from that depth, and then you know we'll we'll get to see uh, Sampson one more time. But Keegan, I know he gave up two runs in the bullpen this time but he got out of a huge jam that he had to come into. Are, are, have we decided that reliever over starter, or are you just going to kind of wait it out, look at spring training, see who they get, yeah. and then decide where you well, want to well, go? Well, that. here's, here's Keegan's
0: stats. Here's Keegan's stats or his splits, uh, versus uh, starter versus reliever. Clearly, he's been better as a, as a reliever. Um, less innings, probably less outings, but um, – or you know, less innings, but he's been just a little, you know, he's been a lot better as a reliever, um, which it tells me that you have Keegan and Keegan, a solid floor. Like he, if he's your multi-inning weapon at reliever, then you can be completely comfortable with that. If he, if he's a guy you can go out, you can put out there and and feel confident, that's going to pitch or give you two, three innings, maybe. Of solid relief, like that's 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 his floor. You're very very comfortable with that. I don't think what he's done as a starter has me not believing he can't be a starter. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in the middle of that that kind of that stretch run of him in the rotation, he started Mm -hmm. learning the slider. Like yeah, he looked like he. But it's just like that's a brand new pitch. You know, he's trying to mix up the repertoire. Add add another pitch. Um, and you know maybe that leads to to a couple a couple more hits or a couple more home runs like during that time like it's i don't think we i don't think we rule out keegan as a starter i think it's kind of you go to spring training see what you I got agree. in him yeah. let him compete for that just like they let him compete for spring, uh for the rotation and spring training this year and then ultimately decided to to start him out in the bullpen like i think you go into next season doing that because you know that he could be a good reliever a good long reliever but you also want to see like does he put in the work this offseason? Does he gain command of, like, you know, all his pitches and mix them well? And does he do that coming out of spring? Can can they trust him as a as a rotation guy on opening day? Like, I think that's what you they want to see in spring, and I think that is the right way to go about it. Well, the only reason that I'm like, you should just put him in the bullpen now is because you've
1: seen so many guys perform as, as a starter really well in the second half, right? Whenever he was performing well as a starter, I mean, the Cubs were so depleted that – and he was pitching so well at certain games that you're like, well, this guy could do this. But, like, Drew Smiley, like, if you bring him back, which he's not only has he said he wants to come back, but he's also just pitched really good in the second half of the season. And he was even better in the first half than we really expected. Samson, Assad, and then you got Kyle Hendricks, and then Stroman and Steele. And Wesneski as an option. And then if you actually do sign a free agent pitcher, a uh, veteran or whatever, or a top-of-the-line number one starter, then, like, that's another one. So, like, to me, you've seen better numbers in the bullpen. Use them as a multi-inning uh, pitching weapon, as, as they like to call it. And you can, you can have a spot start every now and then is kind of like where I sit right now because I'd just rather Smiley be a starter than out of the bullpen personally. Uh, and, you know, Hendricks is going to start. And, like, Wisniewski, I don't think he's going to start at the beginning of the year. But if he is, he's the one that I would rather have be a starter over Thompson. And, again, like, will they sign a free agent pitcher? I, we, th- we think they might. But even if they don't, like, they still have so many guys it just feels like at this point Thompson's going to be in the bullpen. And, like, it's quite weird for me to say that because literally two, three months ago, I was like, this guy's earned a spot in the rotation. I mean, he went to Los Angeles, shoved, like, seven innings down the Dodgers' throats. He he broke the 11-game losing streak, shoving it against the Braves, who just won 100 games. Like, he's pitched really well as a starter against really good teams. I know the numbers that we showed as a starter aren't great. ZRA is over four, four and a half. Like, I get it. And that's probably because of his last two starts he has at a start as a starter before he went on the IL were not good, but he had a really good stretch there between, you know, June and when at, right before he went on the IL, and I think in August, like where he looked like a, a very solid every fifth day starter, and so like now, with all the guys they do have, it just feels like his best his best. Role could be out of the bullpen with Alzalea as a multi-inning, multi-weapon, whatever you want to call him, and, uh, you know, let things play out. And if an injury happens, you got a guy right there who you can insert and be a spot starter. Yeah, I don't know that I'm uh,
2: sold on, like, Samson or Killian or whoever the guy might be over Thompson. I just think it it becomes a philosophical – organizational question how much do you value that high-end reliever that can go multiple innings yeah it's changed in baseball there's no question about that 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 role has become more prominent more valued is it more valuable than a four or five that you can depend on in the starting rotation I don't know I would love to hear and I, and I think it would be difficult to, uh, for a, a GM or somebody currently in the game to actually give you that answer because then people are going to start comparing name to name and say, oh, this guy's more valuable than this guy. But you might find people that are out of the game that would say, yeah, I think you're starting to see that a reliever that can take the worst part of it coming in a bad situation and then give you three innings yeah. multiple times a week might be more valuable to you than your fifth starter for sure. Well but it could also be your fourth starter.
0: Well and that's why we were like remember at the beginning of the season when he was like however many innings without you know an, a run allowed. Like it Did was you go like sixteen innings or something yeah. like that. Yeah and it was like we were kind of thinking like is this guy going to be an all-star this year? Like he's, yeah. he's been he was killing it and obviously that didn't completely last and when he moved to the rotation, you know, had had some ups and downs. But Again, I I just come back to the fact that it's I wouldn't rule Keegan Thompson out as a as a rotation guy now. Maybe his best thing is to be out of the bullpen as a long relief guy as Luke just described. Somebody said Andrew Miller, an Andrew Miller type yeah. guy that can mm-hmm. lock down
2: yeah, at the very he, least two big innings before you're closing. Whenever you need him. But yeah. it's
0: but that I'm saying is like that may may end up being where he ends up and and that's I think is a very good role for him because he's done really well in it but I also don't think you you just give up on him being a starter just because he he did well as a reliever this year because again he's he's learning I mean this is he had I don't remember how many starts he had but it was really his first full run as a starter I know he had like back mm. in September last year we were <laughs> starting a lot of games I think he started some in or in August too um I don't think you give up on him as a starter if that's where the Cubs see him. If if not, if not, then I, again, well, I think he's a good reliever, a really I'll, good reliever.
1: I'll say this: if if Drew
0: Smiley's not on the
1: Cubs next year and they don't sign a number one starter, maybe they sign a veteran who can play in the middle of the rotation. Then yeah, maybe you can find a way to talk me into Thompson being in the rotation. But there's just so many guys, and like everyone's telling me that we're gonna that they're gonna put Hendricks in the rotation. He's going to be here like he's, – he's taking up a spot, man. Like, if, if it's up to me, like, I'd rather have Thompson in the rotation than Hendricks going next year. But I understand the intangibles that Hendricks brings in terms of veteran leadership and uh, – or just a veteran presence and the experience. Like, I totally get that. I totally get that. But, like, in terms of who's going to be in the rotation, who has a higher upside, like, we've seen all these guys do this all year, and now you've got to decide who do you want on next year's team – do they, like someone said in the chat, like maybe they, maybe they flip Thompson with, for Shane Bieber because he's built his value up so much. You know what I mean? Like if it's not Thompson that they do something like that, like maybe it's someone else. And then that does open up a, a spot for Thompson. I'm just saying at this very point in time here with 100 or with one game left in the season, it just feels like Thompson's going to be in the bullpen next year. Based yeah. off of the numbers we've seen. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with I you. Like, a, I think it's yeah, more likely. I think
2: it's more likely, likely. He could, he's in the bullpen. Yeah. He could be the definitely I spot I think starter. it's still very possible he's in the rotation,
0: too. It also just depends on what, it, like you guys have been saying, what they do this offseason. Like, if they go out or if they bring Drew Smiley back, if they go out and get a number one starter, a guy like Carlos Rodon or something, like, there's not a whole lot of room in that rotation. And, again, you mentioned Kyle Hendricks. I, if I, I'm the opposite, I'd rather have Kyle Hendricks in the rotation, not because I think he's better – than Keegan, but we've never seen Kyle as a reliever. We've never seen it. We know Keegan well, Thompson can be a very good reliever. I'm not
1: even saying Hendricks should be in the as I should. I'm not even saying Hendricks should be a reliever. I'm just saying like he's on the roster. We have one year left. Like there's no there's no value to trade him because he's hurt. Like so he's gonna be in the rotation. Like so like there's nowhere else to put him. So you have to put him there, and unless you you know, cut ties in one some way or another. But the Cubs aren't going to do that and he doesn't deserve that. So like, I I get it. I get that standpoint. I'm just saying that like, as much as I'm hoping that Hendricks can get back to 2020 form, all 12 of those starts, I'm not optimistic about it. And that's why part of me, part of me wishes that they would use someone else and you know, I don't know. Like, that's just that's just how You're not I feel. A
2: Hayward point with Hendricks.
1: Almost, wow. I'm almost wow. to that point. Wow, I'm almost to that point.
2: Wow,
0: that's and that's I understand
2: hot take. who he is. That's I a understand. Bad take. I, I don't. I, I don't, don't agree. I don't agree with. I don't agree with it. But I, I understand the frustration Listen, we're all over about, the injuries and some of the bad starts that have right. happened. he's, he's not. Before he got not hurt, he was, was in before he got hurt. That. He
1: was the same thing as 2021, and I understand in 2021 he had a stretch of like 16 starts where he was really good. But like, I, I just
0: in a Cubs uniform, he know. was he had a lot better stretch of, of success, a lot longer stretch of success than well, I guess Hayward never really had one. Oh, Kyle yeah, had like four,
1: parable, yeah, six, five
0: know years where gonna he was like, really know, really good. One or two where he was, Cy Young. yeah, one or two where he was Cy Young caliber, like. I, yeah, I, I, it's been multiple years,
1: guys. I understand yeah, the I, greatness that he is that he is put on with the kind of pitcher he is. I understand, but it has been multiple seasons.
0: Yeah, but to say to, to to say you're you're almost at like the hay the Hayward like wanting to cut ties with him like that's I don't know. I... I I don't see it. I don't agree with it. All right. Well, just to disagree. me, that's
1: kind of looking at it with like the whole like emotional aspect to it. Well, I also, I'm all about results. I you also know, we think need pitching results.
2: depth is so big, and that's what they've been trying to build. Whereas outfield depth is yeah. not something that you you know. Again, you only have to have I, four outfielders. Know, you don't need you don't need nine guys for right. the season. To play Again, outfield, I know Hendricks this year's Cubs team. Yeah, then you yeah, do. I know Hendricks is going
1: to be here, and I know he's going to be in the rotation next year, and I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine with it, but I'm also. The leash is short with me. Like if he does classic Kyle Hendricks in April again next year, and then it doesn't get better, and there's no shift, so he doesn't have that 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 the the better defense that he's always had around him. I'm just saying, but I, but again, I'm cheering for him. I want him to rebound and, and get to so, like get back to half of what he was in 2020 for those 12 starts. I would love for him to even do that, especially with the shift being gone next year. Like, I just. I'm, I'm I'm just being honest that I'm not optimistic about it. The guy's a Cubs legend. The guy won the biggest game in NLCS, Cubs history, whatever. And he pitched in game seven. He should have pitched longer. All of that. All of it. I get it. But we're, I'm just talking about in the moment right now. In the moment right now. Like I don't know how anyone can feel confident going into 2023 with Kyle Hendricks.
2: I, I, I'm well, it's okay nice. with it's if you're that. thinking it's... he's your fifth starter because yeah. you have all this depth. Now, if you were telling me you're counting on him as your number one starter no, going man. into the
1: season, and that would
2: be a huge sure. mistake. And, I he know, and, and he you're not, not alone. Lesson. Lucas is saying he agrees with you. And, and,
1: and, and he, I know he won't be there. He's not their, Kevin Tappen. He won't be their number one. And Tappen. him <laughs> as the five next year is fine. Like, that's totally fine. I'm just, again, stating that the leash is short with me at least. So You know what he needs
2: this offseason? A good dose of Green Ridge Farm meat sticks. Green Ridge oh, Farm, oh, a Chicago local meat everything. and cheese company. Offering you a better, all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. 16 grams of protein per stick, a perfect post-workout snack. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. Haven't tried them yet. You don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes that are generations in the making and being all natural. They (laughs) deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigeration section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery store. And right now when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. Those meat sticks are going to be free by just using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. Uh, game time tickets. By the way, first of all, Cody, you did use game time tickets on Friday, correct? Yeah. When you went to Wrigley Field. I did, yeah. And good deal?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I got me and my girlfriend's ticket for less than 40 bucks.
0: Boom. Yeah. Alec Alec in the chat also said he used the game time app to go to the game tonight. I was trying to tonight, find this comment. Huh? Yeah, yeah, tonight. I hope you clicked uh, the, the link in our bio, but either way.
2: There it is. Thank you, Al. Yeah, let's, we hope you used our link, please. Uh, GameTime <laughs> is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best seats on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you never could? You know, 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the GameTime app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you thought you never could buy. You won't find a better deal this season on upcoming Bulls tickets. Preseason started tonight on the road created by the fans for the fans guaranteeing the lowest price. If you love CHGO, you're going to love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. By the way, that Bulls preseason game against the Pelicans going on Uh, Peck and Big Dave are in here tonight. Boy, they bring the juice, huh?
1: Yeah, someone said something in the comments about how, like, what is that noise in the background? It's them <laughs> just being loud as that. fuck all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I literally is. told them they're, once they once they are done, I was like, if no one in this building knows that they are not the loudest people here, then they are never here.
2: The <laughs> amount of energy that Matt Peck has, I
1: didn't have when I was fourteen, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like thirty five or some shit. You know, like and that. that's and
2: that's when I was just eating like chocolate covered graham crackers one after another. Packs of donuts, and I could run all over the place like a gazelle. <laughs> like, I still didn't have the energy that he has.
1: I'd love to watch Stucky yell I mean, or run like a gazelle. We're at
2: nine twenty-two, and he's over there just like watching the game, just like bouncing <laughs> in the chair. It's like <laughs> drink a, coffee.
1: <laughs> oh, drink a coffee. They are just they are espresso at nine thirty. They are vibes. They have vibes. <laughs> do you oh, sleep?
2: Do you sleep at night?
1: <laughs> sometimes.
2: Sometimes. <laughs>
0: sometimes. Only when he see, when he sleeps, he only dreams about the Bulls anyway. So it's sometimes it's better for him not to sleep. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, I love this comment. <laughs> to get back to things,
1: I love this comment from um, D. Polos, I think is who, who is? Like D it is. He said, Cody is Madden with the short leash on Hendricks. I thought that was witty. Um, there it is. Yeah. I know. I get it. A lot of people don't agree with me. That's but again, fine.
2: you could you, – then you could have Hendricks and you could line it up where Hendricks is the starter and Keegan is your guy ready to go four or five innings. Yeah. I just like – That's kind of the – that's the luxury of having a guy like right. that. Now or if a the, guy
1: like Samson might be able to do the same thing. If the Cubs magically – and I say this because I feel like we talk or there's always like maybe a hope that maybe they would do this in recent years, but like if they decide to go like with the six-man rotation – Again, I don't think they'll do that, but if they did, yeah, to me, then then I'll be then I'll have a longer leash. But there's a lot of talent here, man. Like, say they don't put Weznieski in the rotation, but he's performing well in the in the bullpen mm-hmm. early on in the year. But Kyle Hendricks is struggling. How long do you wait? And how like, especially if the team is like you know hasn't completely taken off, and maybe they're but they're competing in their 500 or whatever. But but again, Hendricks is. Inconsistent, like he's been the last couple years, and like not really giving you innings. But again, Wesneski is doing things like I. These are the scenarios that I'm thinking in my head to why like Kyle Hendricks is like, you know, making me feel a little down. Well, just remember, he is the professor. He is, and
2: if you have all these young pitchers coming up, it never hurts to have one of the smartest pitchers you've had in franchise history. There to be like, hey, you might want to work on this. You might want to work yep. on this. Absolutely. Because right. while Hayward was great at doing that with, S- say, and some of these other guys, Kyle Hendricks can – the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Like, this will work. I, I I, don't throw hard. If you do this yeah. and you throw that hard, it will work. Well, yeah. That's
0: another thing I'm like, if, if I trust anyone, any pitcher to bounce back, it's someone that has never relied on velocity to – to, for success. Like he's always been a guy that ha- mechanically was correct. Command had the command of every pitch and could just make you roll into a ground ball. Like that's what, why yeah. why Kyle Hendrick was so good. And if I know the mechanical issues weren't there for most of the year this year, um, and a lot of that had to do or ended up having to do with the shoulder. Um, if he can get past that, if he can get healthy, he recovers. I, I would, Trust. I mean, I, I get, it. I get the, I get the short leash that you're talking about. But I would trust that a guy, again, who injuries aren't going to sap any velocity from him because he doesn't never had, never needed it, never pitched with it. I would trust a guy that just once he's healthy and feels right and can get mechanically there, he can bounce back. That's why yeah. I, I would trust it in that sense over the over the, someone that needs to throw 97 to get people out. You know, the, like the
1: mental aspect and just the the IQ. Of the game, yes, he is undefeated at that. He definitely has that. And no, I, I hope he uses that to his advantage next yeah. year. I basically said what I said because, like, I think I'm I'm saying as far as what a lot of fans are saying, they want to see some of these young guys come in here and get a real opportunity to, to, to start with a competitive Cubs team. So, uh, you know, Kyle Hendricks hasn't – he's earned enough, you know, weight to be able to – automatically put him in that rotation. I just, you know, I'm I'm just nervous about it. I hope I hope I hope he completely proves me wrong.
2: So. Uh the big story outside of Nico Horner's tenth home run this season but his one away from eleven. I that thought, was the I, biggest. That was the biggest. I, I, the second biggest story of course yeah. <laughs> was in the American league where Aaron Judge hit number sixty two. And We saw the video of, we're all thinking, well, who's going to grab that money ball? You know, like who's going to jump down and grab that ball? And apparently it was a vice president for Fisher Investments. If that is the guy that jumped over the fence, like dropped like 10 feet to get the ball. Honestly, I hope he broke his ankle. Yeah. If you got that kind of money and you're that that desperate to get a baseball, I hope
0: hope he broke his ankle. No, the guy that caught the ball is the one that was the Fisher investment guy. The guy that jumped down was just a random fan that thought it oh, was going to Oh, I thought fall he in. jumped down. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. He, the guy no, cuz the, the guy caught it I think on on the fly. And the other guy just fell. And the other sort guy like of. I think He
2: started it, crawling down though.
0: It looked like he maybe thought it was going to fall into that little space. Oh, and he's like I'm going to get down so, there yeah, before yeah, anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I think that's what it was. No, but the okay. guy who caught it ended up being like the vice president of some well, like still multi-million lame. dollar company like it was Yeah. It was why couldn't I have caught that ball? Right.
1: Mm. Uh I don't know how to say it. It's the most uh, America thing ever
0: that some guy with that much money got that ball instead of someone <laughs> else who actually deserved it. Ryan, if you oh. did catch that ball, how much are you asking for? I've seen $2 million, so I'm starting there. Well, that's where you start, huh? I'm starting there. Maybe okay. maybe Aaron Judge because he's like uh, two what feet taller. What idiot is
2: going to give $2 million for that baseball? That guy I, about just, to I understand what you're saying. That, like, if somebody's going to give me $2 million for it, I'll take it. But like... What kind of jerk do you have to be to spend $2 million on a baseball? I mean, Aaron, Aaron, Judge is, Aaron
0: Judge is like two feet taller than me and may be able to intimidate me into giving him the ball, right. but I'm definitely going to like try. I'm picturing again, two I'm picturing Zembrano fonsi <laughs> The Yankees have enough to give $2 million away. Yeah. They have <laughs> enough yeah. for, for a ball like that. Well, you think know. you think that ball go, like, whenever,
1: whenever that guy sells it, say the MLB wants it or whatever, if the MLB or the Yankees get wouldn't you think they would try and put that in the Hall of Fame? I mean, of that's course, an American like should, League record, right? Shouldn't
2: Major League Baseball just pay whatever the guy wants? Yeah. Like, all right, dude, here's the deal. We're going to get you $700,000 to put it in the Hall of Fame. Like, Major League Baseball, that's nothing.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but,
2: to the just, Yankees, just again, it's nothing. Cut the guy a check for five hundred grand and walk away.
0: If you were Aaron Judge, would you keep it or would you give it to Hall, the Hall of Fame?
2: I think he'd probably rather see it in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, more people are going to see it and remember what you did yeah. by storing it there than putting it on a mantle in a house where nobody's going to see it. But
0: don't you know, want to be able to see it every day and just, like, remind you of what you did? I if it know. was his 74th home run, yes. <laughs> but it was his 62nd.
1: Still short of Sammy. Yep. Yep. What
0: was it 11? 11, 11, no, one short of one Sammy's. Short. The third, third best, best season? <clears throat> of his third best,
1: yeah. Won't let him back in the ballpark, though. Won't put him in the Hall of Fame, though. Uh,
2: on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the Braves in game 161 executing their first sacrifice bunt of the season. <laughs> so, on one hand, you have a guy hitting 62 home runs, and on the other hand, you have a team that has their first sack bunt of the season with one game to go. <laughs>
1: And it's in a game yeah. that matters too. Can like, we get somewhere in between? <laughs> yeah, the NL East is not wrapped up right. Like it, I think. I think the Braves just wrapped it up tonight. Did they? Okay. I think yeah. so. So they uh, did it in
0: a game, a clinching division, clinching game. Wow. So it yeah, was meaningful. It mattered. It mattered. And I wonder if they like saw the stat and then like, oh, damn, we actually don't have any sacrifice bunts all year, and then that's how they did it. I don't know. Interesting. That would be that. That that. I don't know. That would be funny though. But yeah, I, when I saw that stat. That they hadn't, yeah, they hadn't had a sacrifice bunt. The only team in the majors at that point, I'm like, that's that that's had to crazy. be one. That had to be one, right? And yeah. then apparently there wasn't. So meanwhile, the it's Cubs the are over here day. stealing bases
1: like it's trying to steal bases. I should say. Well, Jed Hoyer, I think he was, uh, he was in the broadcast booth over the weekend. I want to say it was Saturday. I was watching the game. He was in the broadcast booth with J.D. Yeah. and Boog, and they were kind of talking about the shift, and they were talking about, like, what MLB is trying to move with these new rule changes. And Jed said something along the lines of, like, really exposing, like, what, like, the athletes, the type of athletes that are in baseball. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to get not not only more action on the bases and uh, on defense, but, like, just more – Plays like triples and stuff like that, and, and doubles, uh, exciting plays. Everyone says those are like the exciting plays. So, like, um, you know, I don't really know where I'm trying to go with this. But it's <laughs> less like, distance
2: between the bases now with those it's giant. It's just inflatable like it's
1: one of those things where it. like that. That's what like MLB. They wanna they want more action on the bases. They want more action on defense. Blah blah blah. More balls in play. Stuff like that. And uh, it was just kind of interesting. Because it's like, a you know,
0: for the last what, decade, we've just seen a lot of homers. Lost strikeouts. Uh, less small ball. Yeah, less small ball. Which I, I always enjoy. Because that's just where the action is. you got guys running the bases. Well, people talk bases. about
1: the Lester walk-off bunt yeah. to this day still, right? That was one of the most exciting plays from the 2016 season. That's probably season. Corey's most tweeted video. Yeah.
0: The Lester. But Lester Hayward's bunt.
1: grand slam is the one you remember most from yeah, him. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hayward did score on that On that, that Lester play. one. Yeah, I, I've never had anything really against bunting, but I do think bunting too much can hurt your team. But, and I yeah. feel like when I was a kid, I felt like anytime you got a guy on first, the people, the broadcast always bring up, "All right, you sacrifice bunting here," <laughs> and now it's like unheard of. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, how excited are
2: you, Cody, that the uh, Brewers are not going to the postseason?
1: <laughs> oh, baby. This, this is my win for the year, folks. This is World Series. This is my, this is, this is my NLCS okay, for the yeah, season. Right. All right? That other stupid team down in St. Louis. If you want to you talk to me about a good hate watch, I mean, what is today? Oh, today is the fourth. I read a tweet the other day that in St. Louis on October 4th for the rest of time is Yadier Molina Day. Mm-hmm. I, Tomorrow's the Albert Pujols day. Uh, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> I when they play whether it's the Phillies or the Padres whoever. If you want to talk about a good hate watch. Oh my god. I'm am, I am going to hate watch that team and whoever they're playing so hard. That will be my Christmas and my uh my World Series when they're eliminated. Please God, please get them eliminated. But that said, Watching the Milwaukee Brewers be the frauds that I said they would be in April. You guys laughed at me when I said they weren't going to win a the division. They didn't even make the playoffs. So, yes, I said this team would win 87 games. That was dumb and stupid. But at least I was right about the Brewers. And I can take that. I'll take a little solace in that.
2: Um, yeah, I'm glad they're out. I'm glad they're out. I saw you going at it with some Brewers fans on the Twitter machine. Tell them they buy their tickets at Subway for $5.
1: Yeah. Also, can we just talk about this for a second? How come every time I like poke fun at someone in their team missing the playoffs, or whatever, everyone's like, well, you're a Cubs fan. I'm like, well, if it was the opposite, you would do the same thing too. Like, That's part of rivalry. That's part of being a fan. Whenever the team you don't like loses, we enjoy that. That's you rub that's, it in that's, their face. Yes. That is literally sports. Is literally what sports is for, is to yell at your friends and tell them that they suck. <laughs> All right. So don't, don't tell me that I can't talk because my team had a bad year. All right. I remember in 2016 when my team won and I shoved it in your faces. And I did the same thing the next year It was the greatest freaking uh, celebration tour of my life. All right. And then when things started to go downhill, I had to sit and take my L's. And I did. Okay. Now my team sucks and your teams are taking L's. I'm going to let you know. That's part of sports, dude, is what it is. Yeah, take your sportsmanship and stuff it, according <laughs> to Cody Delmendo. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just feel like that's that's like the reason we watch is so we can we can shit on our friends when their team loses. I mean, it, that kind of is one of the most fun parts about
2: sports is bragging to your friends when your team wins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no question about
0: it. No, it is, and that's why you know being a Mizzou fan, and the amount of times that we lose to Kansas in basketball, and it you know, <laughs> sucks. It's hard. Yeah. There's a lot more L's taken than than W's. A lot more shit to be yeah. talked to me than shit to be talked to my so when friend. the
1: cubs when the if the cubs you know spend this off season and have put a good product out on the field next year and they somehow either make the wild card or win the division whatever and they, if they win a playoff series or whatever like yeah i'm gonna take that w and i'm gonna freaking ride it for as long as i can because it's been a tough like three or four years guys that brewers lost was the most exciting
2: sporting event for Chicago fans until the Packers lose their playoff game. Yes.
1: That, that'll that be the next big one we have. Yes. <laughs> can we put that up somewhere, Joey? I'll literally, like, hold it. <laughs> oh, my. shit. not in focus. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new catchphrase. Everybody can do it. I will literally hold it the entire show, the rest uh, of the show. Arizona. Okay. We're right there. Oh, you, you can't, see can't see it. You can't see it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It. Yeah, probably
2: right in front of the Chicago Cubs book. Oh, okay. In the book, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Arizona Fall League, Mesa Solar Sox, <laughs> Brendan Davis, home run.
0: I don't think you can see it.
2: Brendan Davis, home run. Nobody?
0: Yeah, Brendan Davis, home run. Owen Casey and Matt Mervis also doubles <laughs> in the Arizona Fall League today for the Mesa Solar Sox. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were... Mervis, yeah, Casey. Yeah, at the beginning of the show, they were... Putting in here Brennan Davis home run. Yeah, people. We tried were, to yeah, get there. We tried
2: it. to tell the guys, the bosses, we need to be there. Yeah. Maybe we can get PHNX uh,
0: out there. Help us out. Get us a little something, something out yeah, there. Maybe it's an That'd idea, be huh?
1: Be sick, yeah. Yeah. But I wish we could be there though.
0: I it'd be a lot warmer. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Although
2: today was I would take today's weather over any day in Arizona. Yeah. Today was awesome. Today was today like was a, a beautiful day. Top ten day. I, I hope it stays that way at least for like forty eight hours.
0: Um, what did it, it, I was gonna say? It is ex- nice to see those guys. I mean, you, th- those are their lone hits of the day. But I mean, it, it's the Arizona Fall League. There's there's good players in there, and just I know Glad that, Davis
2: is up and yeah, moving and hitting
0: yeah. home runs. Like yeah. like it's the pitchers of the Cubs sent aren't as highly touted, and I don't think they've pitched yet. So obviously, you want to hope that they do well. But you also want to see Brendan Davis, Matt Mervis, and Owen Casey, you know, hit the ball. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, uh, I saw a video of – I actually saw a video of all three. You know, Owen Casey's hit off center field, the center field wall. Yeah, don't I remember one. exactly where uh, Mervis's went, but Brendan Davis, you know, was off the bat. He knew it was gone kind of thing. Like, those are what you want to see out of, out of guys out in Arizona, especially, you know, with Davis having missed so much time this season. Yeah. But then, like, Mervis – and, and, uh, Owen Casey, you know, especially Owen Casey, I think is just 20 years old. Like he had that aggressive assignment to high, A, you know, his first, both them, like he's the Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. And, and long season. And then they're telling him, okay, you now when your season's over, get ready. Cause you're going to go out to Arizona and right. play for another month more. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you want to see, you want to see those guys be able to, to succeed into that. And, and cause that, that kind of shows them like, kind of what it takes if you want to if you want to you know make the world series you want to play in the playoffs like this is how long you have to play this is how long the season is right so to see them have have you know decent days having good days um to start out like that's that's i guess all you can ask for
2: uh chicago you're ready getting the best coverage for your favorite teams right here on chgo now get fitted out in the best sports gear around foco has you covered from soldier field to the french room North or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leader in sports merchant collectibles, FOCO. Looking for that perfect gift for the football fan in your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight the Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Cody loves this next one. Oh. Chi-Town Cornhole. Oh, yeah.
1: I do love Chi-Town Cornhole. Shy
2: town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. Cornhole bags, call it whatever you want. Our signature box style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. Cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders, recessed in on the back, LEDs that light up the hole, And exterior and handles for easy carrying, handcrafted score score keepers, veteran owned and operated, we can ship anywhere, offer local pickups, specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts, gifts for all occasions, especially tailgates and backyard barbecues. By the way, the next CHGO football tailgate coming up against the Bears
0: Dolphins game, right? Yes. Yeah, was it in November? November 6th. Um, um, yeah. November 6th, 6th is the date. Yeah. A little over a month from now. Yeah. Boy, I hope the weather's still like this. I'm going to have a few bundle more up.
1: friends out there than I did the first one, so I'm excited. Yeah, I might have to bundle up a little bit, too. Yeah. I'll be Yo. there. I'll be there. A little hot chocolate with some Tito's in it instead of uh, a seltzer. Use the game time app. Maybe go to the game. Now, you went
2: to the game after the tailgate, right? I did. This last time?
0: Yeah. I did. Use game time. He was very,
2: he was very,
1: very tired, but he went. Oh, oh, he went. Exhausted. No sleep. Game time app. i think the
2: only way, well, it'll be amped up because I'm going to be there. You know, that's always big for everybody. <laughs> always very exciting. Mm-hmm. And number two, the bigger reason, Cody, you could bring Creed on maybe a compact disc or something and really <laughs> boombox that baby.
1: With arms wide open.
2: That's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: will you take me
0: higher? We got pexing in it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: telling you, the guy never sleeps. I'm going to blare some greatest hits of Creed on the way home tonight on the electric yeah. scooter. You're gonna piss a lot of people I, off. I don't care. I don't, care. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't care. On the scooter? <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. scooter. Yeah. I got that. I got like one of those JBL speakers. Mm. Just ride down Halstead, going 15 and a half miles I per don't. hour down I, in the bike lane. Arms wide open and higher I think are the only two songs I know from Creed. My
2: Sacrifice? I probably mm, I think I have I,
1: How I can't I can't get it in my head, but that's like another popular one. One Last Breath is also good.
2: One Last Breath. Peck, do you know One Last Breath? Peck,
1: let's let's get
2: uh Peck, One Last Breath. We need, we need some breath. other Creed songs. Do you have any that you know other than Higher and There you go. Oh, Big Dave knows some too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's one last Ooh. breath I hope you guys hear this I hope you guys can hear this on the podcast
2: <laughs> I feel like Big Six Dave is singing Michael McDermott so or something I don't know exactly if that's down. right
0: um, <laughs> I did I Go, Marlins song, right? Oh my Go Marlins? Go Marlins? No No Uh, Oh my goodness! Oh man, we'll we'll have to to do this off air. Who's Gold Marlin's song? Creed, apparently. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Lucas is actual is, is asking for some Nickelback. Nickelback, see that's what I said Nickelback is Look at this photograph (laughs) I like it better
2: with the I like it better with the Look at this graph vine
0: Look at this graph I think
2: Nickelback (laughs) is disrespected (laughs) They're not as bad as they get credit for All
1: right. (laughs) Uh, Before we You can tell this team stinks When we're sitting here singing Creed and Nickelback here With one game left in the season Super chat
0: Oh, (laughs) PS5, that that live. Thank you Shout you, out PS to five. PS5. No, we should start more often, huh?
1: I'll sing for you. It won't be very good, but I'll do it. What
0: open. <laughs> no, there you go. Stucky's in on it. <laughs> um, before we head out, I just wanted to plug the story I wrote earlier today. Oh, yes, please. AllCHGO.com. It's locked. You need a subscription to sign up.
1: You can sign up, play Creed at the same time. Yeah, you can do yeah. that. I mean, that's it's, immaculate vibes at this it's point. Like,
0: you know, sixty bucks a month if you do it for the year. Like it's sign up on points. Deal. You get stuff from yep. me, but you also get stuff like you know, if you're, if if you don't mind reading sock stuff, Vinny Duber does great work. Uh, Will Gottlieb over on the Bulls. Uh, where's Peck? Is Peck bringing back the the pecking order? Uh, Dave, Dave, do you know? Is Peck bringing back the pecking order?
2: Yeah, they do pecking order.
0: All right. So pecking order will be on there if you're into Bulls stuff. Obviously, the Bears guys do a lot of good stuff. But, like, yeah. So, if, if you haven't subscribed, you should do that. But I wrote about Willie <laughs> Harris earlier today, um, you know, Cubs third base coach. And I kind of, you know, it, it, it gave me the idea when, when the Sox job opened up. You know, Tony La Russa's not coming back next year due to health reasons. I already missed all of September. Um, and I talked to Willie over the weekend. Uh, about the job, but also just about his interest in managing in general. Yeah, because um, he was a
2: minor league manager. Yeah, he
0: man he managed a year in the Sox system, then uh, two years in San Francisco system. But I mean, he played on that 2005 World Series Sox team. Um, he was a hitting coach for a year. He again, he managed a team, so he knows the Sox uh, organization really well. From what. Rick Hahn said to reporters yesterday, it does not... I mean, Steven, you could let me know, but he doesn't want someone that has been in the White yeah, Sox Yeah, so AJ Pruszynski, which a lot of people like talking about, he's got to be out. Um, Ozzy's probably not out. Ozzy's got to be out for the same reason. Yeah. Uh, I saw Scott Merkin writing about Jim Tolman. I would assume that's out as well. Yeah. So, and yeah, he wanted not going to be a White with, Sox guy. He
2: wanted somebody with, like, recent he, playoff managing or coaching experience, so that yeah, eliminates yeah. a lot of those which guys. Are,
0: which are also, you know, two... Two things. I mean, that works against Willie because it's two years in Chicago. The Cubs are gonna may end up like 31 or 32, right. something like that. Probably Game means Joe Madden's out. Um, Joe Madden's out. They're not thinking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as far as where where Willie's concerned, like he want, he would love the job. I know he interviewed for it two years ago before they hired Tony. Um, but just based on I guess Rickon's comments, it may not be in the cards. Uh, but he he gave really good insight in what he thinks a manager should be, uh, why he's interested in that job. Um, What he would like to do with that job, Um, and you know, just kind of talking about you know his interest again, his interest in the Sox job, but just his interest in in managing in general. So, I mean, obviously, I recommend it, but I might be a little biased. (laughs) But if if yeah, go allchgo.com, it's on there. Get the membership, Um, get the free shirt while you're there. Get the membership, the free. You don't have the membership. Get the free shirt. You start chgo
1: on PointsBet and deposit fifty bucks. Place your $50 bet on SMU plus three and you get a free shirt and you're going to win money because I promise you S- uh, SMU is going to cover three points tomorrow. I mean, what else? Do, I mean, I just I just did an ad for points bet and we don't even have a points bet ad to do in this show. No, tonight. we don't have
2: one. But uh, by <laughs> the way, uh, PS5, uh, Dad Lai says, Dale Swaim has grit. That's
1: a good He's point. He's got grit. Go. And Ricky I'm, all about, should, I'm a big grit guy. I still <laughs> say Rick,
2: Ricky Renneria should walk in and
1: say, I guess it was all my fault. Drop the microphone. There you Walk go. Out. There you go, uh, Willie Harris. Uh, you know I'm not a manager evaluator guy, uh, but the guy wears Jordan ones every day he's a vibe. At, he's a vibe. at third base. He is a vibe, and a vibe. If those you're man, you get. If yeah, he's got great celebrations. The one most notably with Patrick Wisdom on his home run trot. I mean, vibes, 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 baby. You know, I'm the vibe. I I enjoy vibes. Like if you're here for vibes, like the Willie Creed? Harris. There you go.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. This Luke, is the most Creed we've ever known. Lucas said he's a member, so thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Lucas. Appreciate you. was going else to
1: change. Is this legal to be doing right Probably now? Probably not. I'll stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was if somebody rang my phone. There's nothing they can say about that. <laughs> we weren't playing the music on the show. I can't help that my phone is ringing playing Creed. It's my ringtone. <laughs>
1: Uh, I heard Jason Hayward's looking for a job. Yeah, we were actually talking with Sean a little bit. Jason Hayward actually kind of makes a little bit of sense for the Sox yeah, as like a minor league like invite
0: type thing. I was gonna right? say he wants to play. I thought, I thought you were like talking about no, not for a manager. Like, <laughs> I'm just reading I'm like, comments like, no. here. He we're wants vibe, to. He we're wants to. Play. In
1: here at the end. Oh, um, uh, hey, we got one
2: more to go. Will Adrian Sampson shove one more time?
0: Perhaps he may. What what was my stat? It was one of eight starting pitchers, uh, six innings, one earned run or less, something like that, all season. And I a streak, and then six straight games, like or five he's up straight to like games. Eighteen starts now. He's like got a lot it's not stuff. a small sample size. His ERA is barely three. It's been since the end of June. I think June twenty fourth yeah. or twenty fifth was his first. Was when he got when he got called back up. I don't remember if he started that night, but he was. Yeah, he he's been. It's been three months of him being being good, like. It's again. He hasn't really ever got blown up on. He's had really, really good starts. Man, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But again, I think, I think Samson just pitched his way onto the 2023 team.
1: Yeah, he's it's been exciting. He's been one of the few bright spots. I'm excited to see it. And also, I wouldn't want to end the season on a sweep of thanks to the Cincinnati Reds, especially with how the, well they played over the last two or three weeks. So. Hopefully they win tomorrow, so we can end the season on a high note.
2: Push to seventy four.
1: Push to seventy four. I to was really banking on that over seventy five and a half, and they made me sweat it.
0: Well, whoever still had that seventy three and a half still. still yeah. Sweat You out. had the
1: seventy three. <laughs> you got a big sweat tomorrow, brother. <laughs> you got a big sweat tomorrow. Feel better and just bet SMU plus three. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Cubs lose. Uh, I, first of all, I can't believe they gave up a 2 nothing lead, but that's what happens. Everyone's what was your not.
1: favorite part of the 2 nothing lead, Luke? Uh, oh, you didn't tweet uh, that the out. The Kiro <laughs> strikeout in the first inning. know mm. I did tweet it out with the score graphic, Ryan. Got another call.
2: <laughs> another call. <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, all right, anyways.
2: Uh, really, th- everybody in the chat's been awesome tonight. Thanks to everybody that showed up. Game 161. Hit that We're still like going button strong. on your way out of here.
1: Again, we we're going 13.
2: to be doing shows at one twenty in the off season. So just because tomorrow's the last game, if you are going to miss the last games, post game Je- show.
1: What day is Jed talking? Friday. Jed's Friday? talking
2: on Friday. Okay. Uh, Friday's show will be at four o'clock. But then once the off season starts next week, we'll start doing them at one twenty. Monday yeah. one twenty, Tuesday one twenty, Wednesday Thursday both one twenty. One twenty. Like 120, the start One twenty. One twenty. One twenty. Cubs. One twenty. Chgo Cubs. Uh, Mm. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. And we will see you for game 162, the season finale tomorrow. We hope you'll join us. Until then, fly the W.